amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Umoja, unity that brings us together. Umoja, unity that brings us together. Umoja, unity that brings us together. Prayer 
And I just want to really confirm and uplift that all things come together for those who believe it to be so and do our magnificent prayers to the Most High, Ashe. And it doesn't matter where the prayers come from, what spiritual tradition or religion, it makes no difference. A prayer from our earnest heart will manifest abundance. Well, I also want to open our lines with a prayer, and I want to say only tutu, tutu, ele tutu, tutu la roye. La Roye, which is Tutu issue, Tutu Ori, may we have cool heads. And may cool heads prevail around the country, Ashe, because we definitely don't need people to be abusive. Ashe, Queen of Day. <laughs> Queen Mother Ashe. for real, real. Ashe. <laughs> So I am giving thanks for you and all the listeners and all the people that um, really are going through anything, you know, and just need a, a word of prayer. I send prayers out to them, too. And I send light and love to all our listeners. And wow, last week we had 489 people to download our episode and listen, which is a blessing since I haven't been active in my radio programs that, um, or we haven't been active. And just to know that so many people really listened and heard. So this week, Queen, I just want to uh, do a little house cleaning. And um, before I go any further, I want to thank my ancestors and your ancestors and all our spirit guides and all the divine beings listening to this show and speaking on this show and just Gratitude is all I can think of really right now. So I just want to be grateful to the people that are listening. So tonight is part two. Mm -hmm. And your gracious, beautiful self is going to be sharing some of the things that you continue to find that support the ending of child abuse in African-American communities. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Queen Mother, for real, well. Thank you so much. I say. So I'm giving you the floor to speak on, um, first I would like you to speak on some of the children's programs that you discovered out there that, would help parents to talk to their children and um, 
to also talk about um, the Io House of Healing, which is mm-hmm. a magnificent uh, healing house we need. You know, we need to make it reality in every state in the union. (laughs) You know, we need to have mandatory, mandatory home that our, you know, concept of extended family, you Mm -hmm. know, being there. So I just want you to start speaking on everything we talked about. Mhm. Queen Mother, we thank you. We thank you so much. Um, I'm so elated from the prayer uh, that the beloved Queens uh, has um, put out in the universe. So I'm thankful because I'm calm. <laughs> Last week was very high, uh, high spirited and passionate. And um, this is a very passionate um, conversation. It is a passionate. Um, we should all be passionate about it, about children being okay. abused. And, um, um, well, where would you like for me to start, Queen Mother? Um, please help me out. <laughs> well, I want you to start where you're comfortable. I want you to start um, reflecting on how the books you, you wrote and the ones you're writing are inspiring you to put you know, the, these things, you got this inspiration for Iowa's House. So why don't you yeah. just give us, you know. Okay, okay. That's a great start. And then we'll go on to the lies that adults tell. <laughs> and the, uh, okay. those who, yeah, and those who um, protect molesters and pedophiles. Well, Iowa's Healing House was inspired um, when my son was on life support. And uh, we sat and we wrote the program out. And it was very, um, I know that it was very, uh, it it was supernatural because the way it came in. And so we give thanks to the unseen, the powers that is, that has given us this this reconnection, revitalization program for women and children uh, who has been abused. Our program uh, consists of reconnecting the spirit and the soul back because as we know when you're violated there are pieces of your soul that goes with the violator and as growing entities in this flesh uh we are um we 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 are in need of those healing mechanisms to bring it all back together again. So the Iowa Healing House to me is uh, very profound and very powerful. Is not only reconnecting the spirit and the soul back through the arts, through dancing, through uh, recreating grandmother's quilt. As far as the program, uh, we have um, we we have those uh, programs that is going to to elevate as well as bring independence to the, uh, the, the client, the person that is there. And this is what I find with those who have suffered from this um, awful disease, a universal sin. Um, we, we find ourselves not able to really cope in what they call the 3D reality. For myself personally, um, I've never worked in a corporation. Um, I tried. 
but it, it it just wasn't it it wasn't healthy for me because we have those shell shock. You know, if I see a man that that looks like you know one of those pedophilias, um, I go into a cold shock. You know, or I can hear because I'm a spiritual person. I hear people's thoughts and. Um, so I wasn't able to really work in the corporation. I'm thankful for my priesthood and my third eye that I'm able to assist others on their journey through my natural gifts. Um, we not everybody has that, so we have to um, we have to um, allow that space uh, for those who don't have the self healing mechanism ne- mechanisms, uh, and we have the program. And this program has been for many years in my thought. It has been as a vision. And give thanks, Queen Mother, for real, real, you have given us uh, hope that it will be uh, in every city and every state. Um, um, Also, we also have the community, which is going to also, we would love to have that uh, realized, where we will be dealing with healing through animals. And, and that is something that people really don't, or maybe they do. Uh, but, yes, there is a, a healing that takes place when you're dealing with, uh, when you're in communication with the creatures. And so we want that okay. to also be a part of the community of I.O. Sailing House. And then we have the house uh, that would be like a starting over house. And, and we as priests in each city and each state, we will have the opportunity to do what we love, and that is heal our people. And we extend the PowerPoint presentation to anyone that is interested in starting their own IOS Healing House. And I, ha- I will say this, the inspiration of IOS Healing House or the name of IOS Healing House came from uh, our Kabeziya or Bawaja, uh, the king of the uh, Yoruba nation, the first king. And he said to me, because there have been a lot of, this going on in the village, and he said to me one day, he said, but baby doll, I want you to build the Ios Healing House right there, and he pointed where he wanted me to build it in the village. He said, so that the mothers will know that the king loves the children. And so that's where Ayo, yes, that's how Ayo was birthed, right there in Oyotunji in the village. And so we still is, 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 um, I'm still I'm I'm still optimistic <laughs> that it will happen there. If it won't happen there, it will be somewhere neighboring by because that is our envision as McDonald's is in every every corner, every street, you know, every um city. Every we want Iowa building house to be. Okay. Um, to be yes, yeah. I do play football. <laughs> <laughs> that is truly, truly what needs to happen, you know. There's so much um, healing that has to take place because we're talking about the fact that now studies show that if you were traumatized as a child, it followed you throughout your life. Obesity, uh, poverty, lack Mm -hmm. of Mm self-worth, emotional and mental disorders, Mm-hmm. And you're pretty much um, battling against homelessness and just really a whole bunch of things that you can't organize because the grief has not been dealt with. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
Absolutely. From losing that inner child, innocence. Mm-hmm. And that's what it is. You lose your innocence. And, you know, I tell you, you had said something last week uh, to me about uh, all the women need to go and wash their heads, you know, as a form of uh, a bow or a a form of sacrifice and pray to have this curse upon generations and generations of African-American families. Mm-hmm. Now, we know for a fact it go on in white families because mm-hmm. what is the name of this young lady, Karen? Erin, yes. And there's, been a, there's been a lot of different uh, books by white young women who have been stolen away, kidnapped mm-hmm. to be abused sexually. Mhm. And your book marks the second time that an African American has come out with an autobiography about this type of serious violation. Yeah. Mhm. Yes, ma'am. And how it caused you know, havoc in your family. Mhm. And it continues. It continues. Mhm. And you know, it's all interrelated to post-traumatic slave syndrome. I yes, know some yes. sisters that don't believe in it, but because they themselves have has have risen themselves out of the dangers and uh, you know parts of our community that we lose hope and then we become hopeless. And so we become hopeless and other systems start to break down because what we put in the head, you know, is what Mm -hmm. comes the action. And Mm -hmm. if we believe negativity, we draw that into ourselves. Mhm. Mhm. And we have mm-hmm. to let go of the tragedy and begin to take care of ourselves. The woman mm-hmm. today on the prayer said, "We have to say we forgive ourselves, and we have to forgive ourselves because mm-hmm. we did not do anything wrong." Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, because we're taught that we are the reason why. Yeah, we, most children exactly. say, well, what did you do? Or maybe the child is lying. But, yes, I heard that and I hear that, uh, well, you did it or maybe you liked it. And I'm like, how can a four-year-old do that? You know, how can a four-year-old even see that thought of wanting or even, want, you know, loving that? It's horrific. It's terrifying for a big person to aggress themselves on a little person. It's terror. And so, yes, it is post-traumatic. It really is. Mm-hmm. So we definitely have to, in order to stop the generational abuse, we have to acknowledge that it took place, and we have to free the inner child from 
being held responsible for grown people's actions. That's right. Being held responsible for attempting a grown man mm-hmm. at four or younger in some people's cases. And the fact is that in America, in American society, we continue to blame the victim mm-hmm. for the victimization. Do you think it's more, excuse me, Queen Mother, do you think that it's in America or do you think it's just in the black community? Because I see a great uh, support for the white community. Like Erin, you see she's well, traveling. Well, they have changed it since it became mm-hmm. open and it seems like when it deals with their communities, they take action immediately. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. in our community, which my answer, we should have gotten more about her story. And I mean, I know it overcame her story, but it's all the people who thought, oh, that was the record. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Queen Mother, for <laughs> real, can you please say that again? We had a little um a little silent for a moment. Can you please say that again? Oh well I said that in the end time. what and whatever. Yeah. Keep that it as related in the black community. You know, she thinks the bottom and and she would have a mother. My mother took advantage and you know, I reached her and for both. So there is a, a hidden secret in our families that we need to expose and get to the bottom of. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And free free the children of abuse so that mm-hmm. they know that in no way are they responsible for an adult behavior. Mm-hmm. 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 Absolutely. Mm-hmm. We cannot not move forward as a people until we start doing things differently. Mm-hmm. And that's why we need to get your book into the middle schools, the junior high schools, that's you know, fair. these young people who are past middle ages and work with them on prevention beforehand. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And we mm-hmm. need to form the networks of of mothers that were in networks with good people that they could trust their kids with. Mhm. 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 Yes. 
And even when you trust them, you still got to keep your eyes open. <laughs> they real tricky. I'm sure you, you, got, know. you have to. You have to. <laughs> you really you do. To. Mm-hmm. You have to really scrutinize your network. You got to surprise yeah. visits to daycares to That's right. all all the different places that you leave your child mm-hmm. for you mm-hmm. to be able to recognize that you want to provide protection so that your child does not have to be a victim. That's right. That's right. And that's why I so appreciate what Erin has done. I believe we have 15 states now that it's mandatory for the schools uh, to have these special uh, classes, curriculum, programs on exposing prevention of sexual um, abuse upon children. And I just, one day I want to meet her. I'm, I'm so honored that she has done this, which makes way for our book to be a workbook or an aid for the educator who is teaching these children to see from the perspective of a child and what that looks like. And that's what we did in our book. We actually, you know, third person, you know, the little girl told her story. From my eyes of the little girl, she told what it was that she felt in the little girl's voice, which that is important that we, you know, I know that uh, Sister um, Maya Angelou, the Queen Mother there, Ibarata Room, that she wrote her her story, and um, she wrote it from an adult speaking. And so what I did was I had to for my process because I was still a little girl, and I think I'm still a little girl, you know, <laughs> still growing uh, in this big, uh, this this adult woman body. And that's because we allowed her to come out. We allowed her to come out because we say, now, I'm going to protect you. And that's what we have to say to our little girls, that you can come out and and I'm going to protect you. No one protected you before, us before, but I'm going to protect you. And that's by uh, uh, exposing the detrimentals of uh, and exposing how and what and what it looks like. And at the same time, having the antidote to bring the soul back into the body because it does separate. That's why, you know, children who have suffered from uh, or was victims, they wind up having a promiscuous uh, childhood because, again, we were speaking, you know, that's an energy that is activated before it is that it's time. And so, as my mother then would say, you know, once the horse is out of the barn, you can't get them back in, you know. And so the child walks and she journeys in, in a little girl or a little person's body but has adult feelings. And so and that's why you would find pregnancy at an early age in teenagers. I was a teenage mother. I was 13 when I got pregnant. And it was an older man. Mm, and that's another thing, you know, those who have suffered from these, they have relations with older, in which that can cause a malfunction, too, in the in the natural process of growth in adolescence. You miss out on so much, you know. Uh-huh. That's, uh, that's very detrimental. I'm trying to catch up, you know. <laughs> but it's true. Whatever you miss out in your childhood, you think that you escaped it and you got away from it, but you never do. You don't get away until you actually go through it. You mm-hmm. actually do what you need to do. And emotionally, you know, when one is abused, one uh, has an emotional mark 
set on that path right there from that abuse. Mm-hmm. And whether you tone it back into yourself, you know, channel that abuse, you know, by being uh, promiscuous. You know, nobody will care about me, so I might as well do this. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they call us hot asses. I was talking about that earlier. That's a name they love to call little little people, you know. And they say, oh, she's just a hot ass or she's just a wild ass, you know. Like, wow, why would you tell a child that instead of, you know, uh, being that mentor and that uh, inspiration for that child? And that's what I found, too, that it becomes a double uh, effect when it is that the adults in the child's life they wind up being, you know, abusers as well, you know, by putting these names and, 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 and throwing these incarnations out on the child and not understand that this child is acting out because the child has been touched or this child has been activated. And I I really would like for that to stop. I found that, you know, little girls are being, for example, for personal uh, experience, there was a young lady who called me, and she felt very, you know, comfortable to call me and tell me that someone uh, in the community had slashed themselves. And this is a person that everybody knows is, you know, is a Palestinia. And so when I went to go speak to someone else about it, they said, oh, don't believe nothing she says. Look at her. She's a hot ass. I'm like, wow, really? Mm. <laughs> you know? And and I had an incident, yeah, that my son and my children, actually my son in particular, uh, doesn't care too much about his mother myself because he feels as if though I broke up his relationship with his baby mother and make a long story short, the 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 little girl's sister uh oh, what's going on with our creatures back there? Oh <laughs> uh, you know, she just came in the door so the dog is acting crazy like they I was trying to put it on mute. It's okay. I'm there was sorry. a little I did no, not no, no, want it's... that though. That's okay. Hey, that's IJ. Say, hey, we here, you know. Ain't nothing going unseen or unheard. I say, we were just speaking about the power and the healing of the creatures. So we okay. The little, what happened was, I say, a little girl had read my book, and she came to me, and she said, Mama, she's from Jamaica, and all the little children call women, you know, the mother's mama. She said, Mama, please don't let my mother take me back to Florida. And she went on to tell me what her mother had her doing to get a green card. And that was, and she was, a, she was 13 then. And so he, she was having the little girl have sex with the man and the, the, uh, the girl who was the mother of my grandson. So at the end of the night, of course, I had to talk to the elders about this, her mother. And so her mother tells me the story that yes, it is true, but it wasn't that she was making. It was like the man was forcing himself, which we found out was a lie because most, uh, you know, people who come here from the West Indies, they call the children barrel children, you know, and so they do whatever it is that they could do to get them a green card, and that could be prostituting their children. So make a long story short, the little girl, which is the, the the big sister, who is the mother of my grandson, she got very angry with me. 
and she, you know, said that it didn't kill them, and I needed to mind my business. Now, when the mother said to me that the same man that was doing this, she said, well, they're not going to persecute him because he has 14 more charges of molesting children. And so, you know, my the, the little girl got upset with my son because he would not speak against me, and she wound up leaving him. And so to this day, the baby is five years old. They haven't been together, and my son blames me. He says, oh, your shoe broke me and my uh, uh, baby mother up, and that hurts me, you know. And I asked the question, I'm saying, but what was I supposed to have done? Was I supposed to kept her secret a secret? What what was you what do you do in a situation like that? You know, and no I don't regret that I um that I, I that I stood up for her, but probably what I do regret, I wish it wasn't, you know, someone that was my son's, you know, baby mother. You know, because he doesn't have his son to this day because I stood up for the little girl. And that is like kind of, you know Well, you know you what? Know. Uh I, I I wanna say something before you go forward on that. Yes, my mother, yes. Your son is projected. That is his fault because he should have went to the courts to make sure that he saw his son. There is legal injunctions to be done if people think that the father don't have rights. Mm-hmm. He could have went and invested his money in an attorney, and he would have got rights to see his child. So he cannot oh, he sees the child. Him. They're just not together. Thank you, Queen Mother. He sees the son, but she's, they're no longer a couple. You know, they're no longer together. She's going on with her life and married some old white man, you know, and raising my grandson there. Uh, and I have no uh, prejudices. But, um, yes, that, in a matter of fact, that was a few weeks ago. My son said to me, you know, Arshun took my family and gave my family, you know, took my son from me. And, and I'm still, you know, my heart is still hurt because that's my son, you know. But I also but, know that there's deeper things also, you know. He was the son that exactly. was in the accident. Mm-hmm. If she was a queen for him, she would not support her sister being raped by somebody who can influence her green card. So that tells you she has no character, and he should be very fortunate that spirit moved her away from him because this is the kind of woman who would put his life out there and, you know, for for a piece of gold, you know. And people yeah. that sell themselves for gold and silver, mm-hmm. their character is very questionable. So you really mm-hmm. saved him because when you think about it, nobody advocated for this young child. Nobody. Nope. She's there now. You know she she wind up going back to Florida. This is the last thing I heard. You know, she wound up going back to Florida. So, you know, yeah, exactly. It's very sad. If you had a went forward, and and I'm going to tell you as a teacher, I am a, um, I am a uh, um, person that could be charged with a crime if I find out that uh, child abuse is taking place and I don't act. Point right. and report 
So right. she's lucky you didn't report her. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. had you reported her, they'd have took that child out of that home. She would have got her citizenship and they'd have sent the mama home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. And breathe that out. <laughs> yes. Because you holding on to something that would not would not bring positive energy to you. Your son missed the bullet and he should be so fortunate, but he don't even see it because he's so busy looking at you know what is in the past, what what has happened already. You know, and not looking at her character. If I ever met your son, I would ask him. Yes. What kind of love do you have for someone who would let her sister be sexually abused and and be okay with it? Right. Right. 13 years old. So it brings into question some of his values. Well, he's very, um, this is, yes, yes, yeah, I want to mention that this is the son that was um, on life support and um, from uh, being in a car accident and his face was disfigured, his body is put together with Ogun, and um, he's our miracle son, and that's, and he's also our priest return, but somewhere along the line, the priesthood has failed. Uh, my family and has failed my son because he was to be initiated into our Yah. And that's why I see him as his old dude says, he could become a warlock. And so he was 13 years old when we had that accident. We was at our village and it was terrible. I mean, really, I mean, one son was announced dead, but give thanks to Elijah's alive. And the other, mm. the oldest son was trapped under the, under the, um, under the car, and periodically I do post those pictures because I do understand that there's all kind of forms of molestation and rape as I've gotten older. And so IOS Healing House is also for those who have suffered from spiritual molestation and um, the irresponsible priests that call spirits down and not do proper at ball. And that's what happened. Oh, I paid for a service to be done to bring out my egungu, but that particular line of egungu had to have much blood sacrifice. So my children became the sacrifice. You know, that son oh. there that we speak of, I asked for mercy upon him. As soon as he started, you know, going in on me last two weeks ago about how I, you know, me and my life and my paranoia, you know, and all of these other things that, you know, my children in particular think that I'm just paranoid about anybody being around the children because of my own uh, whatever life. But um, the the son, he is a priest returned. He's so old that Ifa says that he couldn't even be found, that Bible hours couldn't even find him. And so he's an ancient priest, and I ask for prayer for my son, because he's our king, you know, he's our king, he's our family king return. Uh, but again, molestation on other levels, taking money uh, and, and not performing rituals and then bringing these spirits from the outer room to the earth and not fulfilling that boss, 
It does. It is detrimental to the clan, you know, and that's what happened. Right. The ball right. wasn't done, and my son became, and now these he's 28 now. He's 28 years old, and he doesn't want to hear nothing about the culture, nothing. Not even nothing about my book, nothing, because he has been scorned, you know, right. because of those who well, are supposed to be the healers. That is definitely spiritual molestation, and yes. who knows what. Somebody told him what you did or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. we still have people that um, are a part of the tradition but maintain them old lives that keep people fearing everything that's in their world. Mm-hmm. And I'm here mm-hmm. to say that God would not put things in your world, you know, that would be detrimental to you. We bring those things in by our lack of self-esteem, by our, you know, belief in manipulation because somebody has more money. I mean, mm-hmm. there's all kinds of of things that prevent us from acknowledging truth. And I think that your son does not want to see the truth in his foundation of his relationship because if she loved him, nothing right. could draw her away. She That's probably right. wanted to dump him all along. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. some some chicks always look for somebody got a bigger bankroll. Exactly, and see when she met my son, I was living in a one point seven million dollar house when I was married to my African uh, king there. And we had two mansions, and she met my son during that time. But we had to leave him because he didn't want to listen, and now he's suffering the consequences in jail, and he'll be deported back to Paris, to Africa, when he gets out. But that's another story. Um, Yeah, that's exactly what happened. And so when we went back to living, you know, a, a more common life. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You're so correct, yeah. She had to look for somebody else that had that uh, bankroll. Exactly. 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 That is so scary. You know, that people would sell their soul. Yeah. Pieces of gold and silver. Mm -hmm. Sell their children. If that's mm-hmm. not they doing it today. Yeah. I don't know. They do it today. I see women, you know, it's like they're setting their children up, and that's another thing, and I hate to make my family, you know, the, the, the subject right now, but it is personal in my life. You know, my daughter, you know, she she knows, she edited my book, so she knows my life, but um, she's not being as careful as I want her to be. You know, she's not being mindful. You know, my little granddaughter is growing. She dresses her, you know, with socks on. I call them little tights that women wear outside socks. They are not to be worn outside. They are to be worn under your clothes. And she dresses the little girl like she's grown, like her. And um, I, so when I talk about it, it's like, oh, my, you, you, know, you know, they just want me to be quiet, like I'm some old lady that needs to be in the corner. And uh, it bothers me, you know, that my daughter has not, for my life, have not uh, taken on the same uh, protective eye, 
You know, she'll leave my granddaughter in the room with the man, this old new man, and just be gone, just be going down to her brother's house. And I'm like, really? You just leave him in there in the house with the child? So she, oh, you're just paranoid. And he had a nerve to say to me when we had our family meeting, and he wanted to tell me he was the king, and my grandchildren is now his children, and he wanted to let me know what he was going to do and what I wasn't going to do anymore for my grandchildren. And so I said to my daughter, I said, well, since you made this choice to live with him and go with him, make sure you keep your eye on my granddaughter. So he says very bluntly out of his mouth the next meeting, he says, oh, well, let's just talk about it. You think I'm going to rape Amber. Really? He just said it out of his mouth. I wanted to choke him. <laughs> I wanted to literally, like, juke him. My Oshun knives came out because I'm the warrior Oshun. I wanted to kill that boy, you know. But I'm thankful that my egos had me to sit in myself and let me listen to him. And I'm thinking maybe my daughter will hear him and say, well, maybe he's just speaking too loosely out of his mouth to say R-A-P-E in the same sentence with my granddaughter. She, I would think that she would have made a better choice than to go move in with him, you know. And um, right now, you know, yesterday I, I called my daughter. I said, can I talk to my granddaughter? Could y'all let me talk to her so I know what's going on? They don't think it's important. But, see, that's some, that, that affects me. I have not been able to sleep because I'm wondering, is he going in my daughter's granddaughter's room at night? Because I witnessed him going inside of my granddaughter's room and my grandson's room four or five times in one night. I bring it to my daughter's attention. She goes and she tells him, and then they come back and want to try to, you know, uh, defame me as the grandmother. I'm like, I'm like daughter. Exactly. And I said, daughter, there's some things you don't discuss with men. You know, there's some things that's between me and you. You are just to have your eyes open. You know, you don't go back and tell the man you give him heads up. We're watching you, you know? Ugh. Right. Okay, I'm getting hot. Nothing happens to your granddaughter, but silly Simon stuff like that is um, asking for problems. Exactly. Exactly. And I thought, you know, my daughter, at least knowing what I've gone through, and she said through the editing of my book, the proofreading of it, that she would be more mindful. But, you know, I told my daughter, I said, you drink too much sink water or something, you're calcified. Because there's no way me experiencing something that I experienced and, and not be, you know, alert. You know, I'm just, I'm super alert. You have to be. You have to be. Cause they don't look like pedophiles. They look like you know grown people. You know it's not. You know what I mean? It's not. It's not a certain way a pedophile looks. You know they got titles. Exactly. You know they have positions. Ugh, I said I wasn't gonna get too crazy on the phone tonight. Let me sit. I'm drinking my 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 alkaline water. Let me sit back down. I'm sweating and stuff. You are not getting crazy. The reality is that. When your children think that you have um, less information than they, you know, to trust is more or less allowed to, you know, just take on its own life. So, you know, with 
your your children, they live with you. And she's, she knows. So, of course, she's going to think that you're over, you know, whelming the situation by provoking it when there's none there. But I know that you would not have said anything mm-hmm. if you didn't see something. Exactly. Because I gave him respect. You know, I gave him honor. He was a nice young man. He did some nice things to me. And that's what my my daughter says. Well, he did this and he did that and he traveled to do this for you and that. I don't care about that. I'm from the original class of the Indians. I know what it's like when they come in and give you gifts. And next thing you know, they're taking your land from you. So all of the gifts and all of the trinkets that someone would give me, I don't care about that. I'm watching your actions because what I think is you're trying to uh, mail, blackmail me anyway. You know, not blackmail me, but, you know, all right. We can move along. Yeah, bribe you. Exactly. Don't look at what I'm doing in there. Right. Exactly. I'm doing this for that. You thought you could trust your daughter, and Mm -hmm. unfortunately, you know, she. She know you all her life. She just know him a few months or so. Exactly. You know. Well, she know him for, for what she said, five years, but they've been going strong for like a couple of months. You know, he told no, her. No, he I said, know. Sorry, she knows you for many years, but how long yes, did she um, know him? Exactly. Exactly. She says he knows her. So he, said, she had a, he said he knows she... She told me he knows her more than I know her. And I'm like, really, honey? Are you really serious? You know. He said to her, he said, um, it's either going to be me or your mother. And obviously she chose the man and took my grandchildren. So I'm upset about it. I'm trying not to cry. I'm trying not to get upset. But I did say I will tell the world, you know, because I'm not going to be quiet about my grandchildren. You know, I'm not. And, and well, it doesn't God just happen to the girl. Anything should happen. You want uh, the please? So, yes, ma'am. Uh huh. That'd be a reason. Thank you. The the whole thing about you know sexual abuse is that it's an uncomfortable topic. It's yes. an uncomfortable feeling that it puts you into, especially if you've had any in your life. And I probably would um, guess that your daughter probably has had some form of abuse, but she's not open for it because she's mm-hmm. looking to be a wife and a mother. Mm-hmm. You know, and depending on what your goals are, a lot of times you'll stick with your goals and, you know, not paying attention to your children. Mm. Because I work with a family in New York where um, the stepdad was uh, used a lot of sexual innuendo as Mm -hmm. a teenager. And she couldn't wait to get out of her mother's house. It was too much sexual into, you know, uh, innuendo, speaking, telling her she got a short, you know, uh, 
skirt on with a big ass, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. your man should not be saying that to your child. No, not at all. Mm-mm. Why is but he even thinking? Why, why is that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The mother is not willing or was not willing to curtail his tongue because your language could be abusive too. Mm-hmm. 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 That's another form of molestation, not only just the, yeah, exactly. Someone speaking inappropriate sexually exactly. is a form of molestation. Mm-hmm. And these are the things that as women that we have to empower ourselves to say, hell no. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be okay with a grown man messing with my child or messing mm-hmm. with a child I know. Mm-mm. It's not okay. It's not right. It's not okay. It's a universal sense. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's a, it's, a, it's, 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 it's I, I say it's the worst disease. It's worse than cancer because it don't only affect the child. It affects the whole dynamic of the family structure, the family connection. And so it is worse than cancer. And it slowly eats away. If you don't get in there and undo you know, the disease, it will eat away in its in, in, in the child and the adult life. Keeping keeping the child okay. keeping it from living fulfilled life, fulfilled purpose. We all come here on a divine mission. And unfortunately when we get to this three D you got all kind of monsters out here. <laughs> and so um you know, the divine purpose is the relations between the God self and the self. And so when you have someone who interferes with that, that is a crime. That is a crime. You know, t- today I was reading, not today, but I think I mentioned it last um, Friday. I read that 60% of, uh, has gone, let me say, within the last four years, the rate of child molestation, child rape has gone up 60%. That is just absolutely just crazy. That's just ridiculous. Sixty percent. That is what is being recorded. Exactly. That is what's being, you know, uh, recorded or being taken to the police. But what about the other, you know, percentage there? Um, yeah, it's it's really sad. I've been doing a lot of looking at documentaries, and and I give thanks for this um, this device here, internet, YouTube, all of this. Because it really gives us a chance to see outside the box, really. We have no excuses today. And the documentaries that are being done on child molestation is really within the white community, and I thank them. You know, I really do. And when you look at these and you listen to the people and you see how young, you know, and then you have, I think, with something 24-month-old, some old man did something to us. What the hell? You know what I mean? Yeah, 24 months. I look at the list. What the hell? Oh, my God. So we're talking about, again, a spirit, an energy that's over, like a, it's, to me, it's like a, a canvas. And so the power of prayer and what we did tonight and what we will continue to do, and I give thanks for those facilitating uh, queens that facilitated uh, the prayer, the women in prayer, is that we can bust through that. We can, with the power and the ashe that we have, we can bust through that canvas of that darkness because it's rampant. 
It is absolutely rampant, and we have to save the children. If we're not about a purpose, we need to go ahead and close the eyes and, and ascend to the ascend back to where you come from. you got to be here on a purpose. It's feed the hungry people, fight for the hungry people, the homeless people. got to fight for humanity. Somewhere, you know, along the line, we are going to be elders, you know, and so we need to fight for the elders. That's my new thing now. I'm just loving my elders. What's always been my love. But now I'm putting my energy into helping and assisting the elders uh, that are in my life um, and, and economics, you know, uh, trying to help them uh, get things they need. Our elders are suffering silently, um, uh, you know, in homes by themselves. The children have left them, you know, just left them alone. Don't think about them no, no more. <laughs> Don't even think about them. I see I'm not even an elder elder, and I see how, you know, I could be – you know, I, I, yeah, I'm not going to talk no more about my children. But, yeah, it's really sad. And all because of my affiliation with uh, culture is why it is my individual or my personal family or children uh, doesn't um, think that I'm uh, I'm, I'm um, of a perfect, you know, what you call the standard of a mother in Western society, which leaves them not having faith in me. You know, and um, that hurts. You well, know, that I really hurts. You, adult children, adult children, when they uh, start to mature, take on their own persona, but they wind up still being their mothers and fathers that raised them. Mm-hmm. And the fact is, is that um, the energy of Sexual abuse is like a monster that mm-hmm. is constantly ravaging our communities, but yet we close a blind eye to it. And case in point is, um, what's his name? Uh, I don't even say his name too often, but uh, R. Kelly. Mm, we were going to talk about him last week with his old nasty self. Yes, and they praise him. <laughs> if I can fly. What's it's that song? I don't even like to hear that. Yes, they do. I'm disgusted and about tell that. Me, well, tell me. Well, I like this song. And mm-hmm. I ask people to turn it down or turn it off. And they get upset with me. And so mm-hmm. well, what he did don't have nothing to do with his song. I am of the opinion that why are we enriching monsters? This is a pedophile. Mm-hmm. Right. And he's an old-ass pedophile. He yes, he is. To his school, his high school, grooming chicks. Yes, he does. chicks Mm-mm-mm. for his harem. Mm-hmm. And paying people off to let him sleep with their kids. Come oh, on. That's what Come he on. did. Yes, he American. did. Mm-mm-mm. What kind of mess is that? Why Mm-mm. are we allowing R. Kelly to continue to profit through his gifted song? He's a gifted song writer, gifted song mm-hmm. singer, but he is a monster. And we mm-hmm. should not be monetizing him so that he mm-hmm. can go on rampages through high schools. Picking up mm-hmm. little girls. 
mm-hmm. and getting intimate with them. Mm-hmm. I couldn't even look at that video. I knew when the video went around and people were like, you want to see it? I was like, oh, no, please don't put that in my eyes. No, but I know about, I know the content. I know what was what happened. And, yeah, I was, you know, I was very disturbed that people were still supporting him. You know, like, wow, well, how could you support this man? You know, but hey, you know, you got grown people high and, and lying for pedophiles, making excuses for them, you know? Exactly. Blaming the victims. Well, that was a that was a hot little girl anyway, because she acted like she enjoyed it. Sure, mm-hmm. she was abused all her life. She probably thought that was the only thing she could do. Especially right. if her mom and dad was getting money to let him sleep with her. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. And then he going to film it? Now you know. Yes, and he filmed it. That's what, that's, that, that was really what made me upset is that he was so arrogant. He was so arrogant to even film it. That's to let you know that's a beast. He don't care about nothing or nobody. And mm-hmm. he had enough money to buy his way out of a uh, 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 criminal case. Yes, he did. Because they let that thing go on for months before they brought mm-hmm. him to trial. And by the time they brought him to trial, all the witnesses was done. Yeah, they paid him off. They paid him off. So what message did that send out to the world, you know? Well, we got to care more for people than we do for a dollar. That's correct. That is correct. Mm-hmm. Now, I was told, just get children. over it. How about that, Queen Mother? When they say, well, just get over it. <laughs> you can get over it. Just No, you can't just get over it. No, 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 no. It's post-traumatic disassociative uh, disorder is the uh, is the diagnosis that they give those who have uh, been victims. And I said, I'm going to go ahead and get me a check, you know. <laughs> I see a lot of people getting these little checks. I'm going to get me a check. Mm-hmm. Disassociative is called a post-traumatic disassociative disorder, and we give thanks for the scientists and the universities uh, that uh, did the did the research and did the um, the necessary interviews and the necessary whatever they did because they say it's an it it really affects the brain. It is also a physiological effect that takes place with those who have been uh, sexually abused. So we're not only talking about it being emotional or spiritual, we're and, and emotional. We're also talking about a physiological effect upon the body and the brain. Yeah, because you're activating a system in a child that is not yet ready, is not mature to receive it. Mhm. Mm-hmm. And the the worst thing, as you was talking about homeless. Let's even put that back down to its proper perspective. You have so many people homeless and so forth because of the abuse they suffered in their early childhood. Yes, yes, because I was one of them, and I still feel like I'm homeless. Yes, absolutely. And um, that is one of the... um, the goals is to get the young people off the street from being homeless. And that's what IO's Healing House is going to, um, 
you know, is going to reach out to homeless uh, teenagers because they further go into a deeper rabbit hole out there. When I was, you know, 13 and my mom decided, you know, she was going to put me out and uh, and I left, you know, you want to put me out, okay, I left. I was just so what? Nobody don't care for me about, about me anyway. And so after we had our little fun with our friend, the, you know, the A train and the number two and the three train became my home. And I'm thankful when I look at it today, I'm thankful that I didn't become a prostitute. I didn't even steal. I remember I was, re- I got really skinny. I remember looking at my arm in the reflection of the train and I was like, wow, I'm really skinny because I didn't eat. When you're homeless, you don't eat, you know, you're homeless, you ain't got no money, you know, but who my favorite people was, was, and I called them the lost souls of yesterday, was the performers. So I spent a lot of time, you know, in the crowd with the the homeless performers. And, and, and then I also saw children that were homeless, you know, for 42nd Street. I'll never forget. I saw a little boy. He was eight years old, and he was out there homeless. You know, and he was by. He was. They were taking him. Some man was taking him to a hotel. And I'm like, whoa! As a young person, I saw this. So I know it's much more grander today than it was then. And that concerns me. You know, the uh, homelessness of young people. Homelessness. Period. But yes, it is uh, molestation rate is is one of those detrimental effects is that the child becomes lost, really lost, you know, in, in, in the world because it becomes a separation between the spirit, man, the spirit, the higher being, and the child. It does. It comes in and it interferes. And uh, I'm thankful that I always hear spirit. You know, I still do give thanks. was put in the hospital because of it. But I hear spirit and I see spirit and spirit guides me. And I'm thankful that I didn't, you know, I didn't become a prostitute. It was like I was, uh, I, it was like some eyes was looking outside of my eyes recording what was going on. Is I don't know if you can understand that for the few months that yes, I was I out there in the street. Yes. And, um, yeah. It was like you was observing yourself as a uh, third person. Right, right. You just watching. You watching mm-hmm. all these things. It was like I was in the outskirts. Right, like exactly. It's not happening to you. Right. And on one hand, you're observing it. Yes, absolutely. You had to cut your reality to even deal with the situation of 13 years old, homeless, how you going to eat, how you going to sleep, what you going to do. Yes, which led us to go home with strange men, you know, so that we could sleep sometimes. Give things or has spared our life. We ain't got no AIDS. We ain't got no sexual traumatic disease, none of that, you know, and I'm thankful. I know that's nothing but the power of the mother who protected me um, uh, from those, um, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we Yes. Mm-hmm. I believe she did, you know. I believe Mother prayed for me. I pray for healing between me and my mother. Uh, I still see to this day, you know, my mother still has this uh, this sort of anger towards me, you know, and I, I really wish she wouldn't because I didn't do anything for her to be angry with me. And still to this day. that put the family secrets out there. Well, yeah, I guess that's what it was, huh? Well, she did walk the other day. I'm thankful for my sister who uh, they did they did the walk in Brooklyn, and my mother spoke, uh, and she spoke about her experience because my mother is also a survivor, 
And um, she said the uh, reason why she didn't tell the family secrets is because she didn't want her mother to stop getting a check, uh, you know, and that's very prevalent also, you know. Your money. With the system giving you money and my, stuff. My, my mother's mother died, and her father sent her two cousins he didn't know from nobody else. And on a farm where they just tied my mother up and my uh, aunt and abused them and peed on them and did oh. their thing. Oh, my because God. nobody cared. My mother, thank God, you talking Ibaye. Um, she went through horrific abuse. Rape, mm-hmm. torture, mm-hmm. no eating, and all of that, mm-hmm. and then did not did not raise us with hate in her heart. You know, mm-hmm. she was loving. She embraced everybody, and she sort of put it in the back of her mind. And um, although she talked about it, she didn't let it impede her or make her evil or angry at her father. When he was sick and nobody could oh. take care of him, he came to live with us. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah, he wow. was very abusive. Mm-hmm. Living with See, us because they call us Mm-mm-mm. Oh, the Queen sister and said that on Fred tonight. Yeah, I'm sorry. You know, when we think that they're getting away, they're really not. You know, because it comes back. You watch and we live long enough to see you know, the 360, you know, we we live yeah. long enough to know the consequences of people's behavior, that it may not get taken care of today, but as Egunyeye is in the heavens pleading on behalf of women and children on the earth, truly the verdict is in, you know, the verdict is in, and those who have been hiding uh, their oral, as we would say in our culture, a dog by the executionary, they're whooping. They're taking the they taking the bells off and they're getting whipped. I don't care how they try to hide. <laughs> and yeah, we we talk about this like well, you know, we we front line soldiers, you know, front line soldiers for these babies. But I say, go ahead, give it your best shot. You know, go ahead and see me come back again and again and again. I'm not scared of death now, not for my children. Mm-mm. No, no, no. You feel like that, you know, because I, I, I had threats on my life when I first got my, I published my book. Threats. And oh. I've had threats even in my own community, in my own community. I would just say that. Why it is that Shongo gave me to our shoe is because my own community was trying to kill me because of the light that we were bringing to their darkness. And that's the truth. Mm. That's why yeah, yeah, I shoot sit on my head today. But I'm truly Sean Gold's daughter, you know, about to lie now, my daddy. But um <laughs> good for <Okay>. them. <laughs> yes. Mhm. Yeah, it's time to stop hiding. It's time because if we don't we and we will, Ian, I said this last week when we were talking, in this lifetime we will eradicate. We will uh execute. And so we are um feeling very positive, and since you've come into my life, Queen, you have given me such a great um, 
a great strength because I was being beat down. I had got to a point, I was like, well, you know what? I wrote the book for myself. I'm not going to even worry about the book because I hear, you know, people say, no, nobody want to hear about that. Don't nobody want to know about that, you know? And you can see, obviously, on Facebook, in three years that I have been marketing my book, I've only got three orders from Facebook. And I mean, I be in Facebook. I love it. I love sharing because that's a part of my charity to humanity. So I love sharing and I support anyone who is, you know, uh, is, is, is champions for children, champions for women, champions, period, for the underdog. And I've I've had a, a fundraiser for three years. You, my dear, and I realized that a couple weeks ago, was a person who gave to our IOS Healing House. And um and another sister also, I think two sisters, two sisters had given, and of course the money went back because we didn't reach our goal. But that's shame, you know. To me, that's shame. If we we all got, I got four thousand friends, and we all just gave one dollar each one of our network. We can do something with that. We can go and and, and and match it up with our grant. Say, okay, we asked Mr. Uh, all of these benefactors I have on my mind, you know, to ask them for money. If they see that we are helping ourselves and we have some money, say, hey, we got $10,000 right here. We need a building and we need, you know, uh, uh, these things in our IELTS healing house, you know, grant monies or whatever. They will support us. But we can't even, as a people, as a community of African Americans, and I would not call myself African American since I found out I'm an original Indian from St. Kitt. But it's still my mother is, you know, my grandfather. I mean, you know, my you we we still black, you know what I mean. But in our community, we need to support each other. This is why, you know, people are talking about what's going on, burning down, you know, when they get angry. And I understand the anger that our people have, but that's not the uh, that's not the remedy. The remedy is pulling our resources together. And, and taking care of our own responsibility, our own families, and, and, and the children. If the children are not number one, nothing else will work. And we have to make the children, because they're the future, yeah. They're the future. And, and, and we, have to, um, we have to think like kings and queens, really, and uh, become heads of our communities, you know, and, 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 and eradicate these, uh, these, these provoking uh, 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 curses because they are provoking the television, the children listen to, the music. I want to sense the music. Oh, yes, Ia, this is something I wanted to talk about, and I hope that we can get some funding for this. I would like to have Cam Barrett's, you know, like Nanny Cam's Barrett's mm-hmm. and Cam's okay. and, and Cam's for belts for the boys because I want to catch them. I'm tired of these people talking about, oh, no, you're just, you know, you're just thinking that. No, no, no. I know what I feel. I know what I see. And I know my eyeshade don't fail me. So I want to catch them. I want to catch them in the act, you know. So that is something else that is on the agenda is having the funding to be able to have them available. Barrettes with little cams in it. And and distributed, yes. Exactly. Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. you, I saw the the video you put on my timeline where the nurse snuck into the nursery and banging the baby's head and all of that. Oh, I'm oh like, my goodness! What the heck? 
Oh, oh my goodness. Yeah, I saw something like that today on Facebook and I had to pass it by because I knew if I saw it, it was just going to make, I just, I just, I'm like, is this really an academic now? People abuse a little tiny babies. How can you abuse a tiny baby, smack them and, you know, step on them? That is to tell you what day we are in. We're in a very, uh, this is a very uh, immoral time. It is, it's, it's, it's just really a disgusting time. That we're in, but I do have faith and I do see a change is coming. And it starts within the self first and also, you know, is reaching out to other like minds and we can do it. Like the sister said, if it's one or two, we can make a change. You know, we can make a change. And uh, if each uh, woman who have children, even if, you know, and give thanks, you know, if they don't feel like their children didn't, wasn't hurt or they wasn't a product of this, they can still, you know, support those women and children who are, you know, surviving and who are victims. You know, you have some people say, well, they don't have nothing to do with it. people, exactly. Mm-hmm. Looking out for other people. Because mm-hmm. it is such that we have to regulate the homes of certain African-American families. Mm-hmm. We got to make sure that um, children are not alone, mm-hmm. you know, being uh, left alone in, in, in terror, you know, while adults come in and abuse them in homes and stuff like that. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. You know, women that are abusing drugs are more likely to, you know, uh, have those types of things going on or abusing alcohol because they're oblivious. Mm-hmm. Yes, the increase of child molestation happened in the era that crack came in, and I did that uh, statistic also. And that's just to show you how that drug is such, you know, it, it, it led to a lot. It leads to a lot. I've seen a whole community destroyed, but the increase mm-hmm. of uh, sexual abuse upon children came in when the crack came in. The mother started giving their little children to the crack dealer, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay, calm down. Them. Oh, mm-hmm. I know. Mm-hmm. We have so many people that uh, are turned away from our community and are, are you know, uh, desensitized to anything that happens with us, missing children. I mean, for goodness sakes, you have children that are missing in our communities, uh, at least one million black girls are missing every year. Mm-hmm. The women, yes, I but saw that. have no oh. media coverage. We don't even mm. care about it. That's why we have to have our own media. We have to have, yes, absolutely, because they're not. They don't care. Why do we expect the same people who has been slaved us to care? That's another thing. We got to stop thinking that they're going to be the one that's going to be the the heroes or the shining stars. No, we are who we've been waiting for. We need to have our own, you know, radio shows and like we're doing here, get thanks, you know, television, you know, these things we can accomplish. We saw the Black Wall Street. That what they did to Black Wall Street, they ain't gonna do it no more. Because <laughs> there's a power well, there's a power yeah. on scene today. <laughs> well, 
I want to just say that we have another call. We have a caller on line 201. I'm yes. sorry that I have um, not been looking at the board. I don't know how long they've been Oh, that's that. our beloved Owl. I asked him to call in. And our other beloved um, gentleman there, we will have him, Mr. Lacey, have him come in on next week. He's an astrologer, and he uses astrology to see uh, in the chart. You know, things that are, some things are predestined, but of course we're here to undo those things that are generational curses. But that young man there, the 201, uh, yeah, he has a testimony, and I would love for him to be online. I asked him to come on. Well, he's online right now. Good evening. Hey, Lafayette, I will. How's everyone? Wonderful. What's your name, sir? Uh, My name is Tony. Greetings, Tony. Now, I was trying to get on for a minute, but I finally made it. My shit. Oh, okay. <laughs> We're happy to have you. Thank you. But I was listening about some of the things that you were saying, and pretty much what it is is that a lot of the stuff is based on slave men, like you learn from slave masters. Okay. And we learn these things from our oppressors. The problem is, is that when you're dealing with a culture, when you hear people of color, especially in America, talk about our culture, especially our uh, African, African, you know, those of African descent, and they talk about our culture, so the only culture that you inherited is uh, dysfunctionality and abuse from your oppressor. And mm. when they on you, it just it's just everything is on autopilot still. Mm-hmm. So, so the whole key to it is like one of my colleagues would say, as also my baba, he would say, is that you need a, a army full of therapists in order to combat the situation of our people. Okay. And, and so, what will happen is that it will have to start from. One, we have to get ourselves correct. That starts with the individual. Mm-hmm. So you, know, you always hear that how are we going to get together? But um, as in a, in a book by Dr. Stephen T. Chang called Thyroid Sexology, it will say it starts off with the person, with the individual first. Mm-hmm. Then, it starts with you, then it starts with the family. Then through coupling, then it starts with the community. But your your first sense of community starts from your family. Yeah. And so if you can't get that straight, how are you going to be able to get everybody together to unify if your household is not in order? But that begins with yourself. Mm-hmm. So it's like everybody always looking outward when you have to start with them, which is really metaphysical principles of getting your audience intact. Mm-hmm. So... A lot of that, that's the problem, and when you're dealing with the situation of abuse, children like I, for my one, I, myself, I've been through abuse. And as a uh, growing up, and I, I, I look back into those days when you deal with work of Yemaja or whatever in Olokun, it forces you to look at the subconscious. Uh, they always talk about referring to the iceberg. You see, the iceberg on the surface, it don't look like much, but when you go to the subconscious mind, you see everything there. Mm -hmm. So 
you have to focus on that subconscious and cleaning that out. And that's where the majority of most of all your pain and your things are hidden is in that subconscious, and that has to be cleaned out. So, And it's a dark place, and it's a place that most people don't want to revisit. But once you get to that okay. area... Could you share with us a little bit about your background, how you were abused? Well, uh, let me see. Uh, my initiations and things of that nature? Yes. Well, uh, I was uh, I was always growing up. I was always fascinated with the occult. Um, always had like, uh, uh. Well, my grandmother. It started from her. My grandmother. I was always told the story. I always like to start the story from my nana. She originally from North Carolina, and uh, when she was a little girl, she came up and she migrated from the Carolina. To everybody came to the north, and at that time during the industrial, you know factories and things of that nature. And women stopped my grandmother, my, my great-grandmother, when she was a little girl at the train station on her way up and said, let nobody touch your grandmother's hands. She's born, she has a gift. So then what happened was they always said that my grandmother had this veil. Whatever that means. And so how that how that was two times all the intuition of my grandmother working with children. And then when she my grandmother used to work at Montefiore Hospital in the pediatrics and this my grandmother always used to work with the babies. And this lady, this Spanish lady, I guess you know, she's from uh, the Caribbean, you know, they deal with Santeria Lucumi and stuff like that. She saw all these angels and spirits around my grandmother. The woman just dropped down. Come to find out that my grandmother had highly intuitive abilities. And then years passed on. Then come to find out this thing passed on to me. I don't know how. Big family. So it was when I first got I was home I was homeless at one point and I ran into my baba in the streets. We became friends, but we wound up becoming my initiator later on. Mm. And that's how, that's how I got introduced. And then through, through divination and stuff, found out that, you know, I was at Gungun. Um, I'm initiated in Palo, initiated in Vudun, and I'm initiated in Lukumi. Oh, no, I was talking about your abuse. So, that's that's how that's how that came to be. Can you please about, mm-hmm. right? Go ahead, honey. No, no, Queen Mother, go ahead. Oh no, I was asking him about the abuse that he went through. Okay, well, the abuse I went through because my mother, my mother, uh, she was on drugs, and my father, mm. he was on drugs. And uh, what happened was that my 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 mother, uh, at that time during the seventies, you know, the, the elite infiltrated the community with the drugs and everything and the poverty. And so, you know, my father was an ex-Vietnam vet, and we all know how that went down. And then my mom left me with uh friends, and you know, when you're on heroin or whatever, all you worried about getting that fix. 
Yeah. So my mom left me with her friends, and I wound up getting uh, abused with through a friend. And at that time, I was going foster home to foster home to foster home. So, and then, you know, through, made it happy through my uh, my ancestors and things like that, I wound up talking to a counselor and wound up reuniting with my family after getting out of the foster home. So me being being the one that's been a product of abuse or whatever, I know what these kids are going through and how the foster system operates. And, you know, my, my whole thing is to, 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 to help heal the family. The problem is in the, in the foster care system itself, well, families in general, not everybody is cut out to be parents. I see. And, and so what I, what I realized through going through there, you know, they, they call it sexual hygiene. A lot of people just having children just the sake of having it. It wasn't like an ancestor back in the day of our ancestors. You know, you had the divine that it was uh, appropriate to have children. You got permission to have children. You didn't just have children just for the sake of having them. It was divination. The ball was made, things of that nature. You had to be counseled. There were certain things of counsel, certain uh, um, initiations, things like that. It's things that we lost. You didn't just have children to have children like a bunch of animals. And that's the other problem where we're running into. So that's why, you know, the abuse situation comes from people's lack of knowledge and ignorance. And uh, that's what happened to me growing up. So my so whole how did you heal yourself? How did I heal myself? Through metaphysics, to be mm-hmm. honest with you. What, what I learned was that I had to, I could not be mad. I, can't, I could not be mad with my abuser. Because as a child, I used to hold all the part of this anger in and everything. But as I got older and started, you know, learning about meditation and metaphysics, I'm like, this person is just as ignorant as that person. So and Tony, I just, I Tony, you, excuse me, I just wanted to say this: his abuser uh, had actually hurt him when he lost his eye. You yeah, know. But, yeah, but you know. Uh, that too, you know, but, you know, when you start to learn about certain things and you learn about uh, people's nature, you start learning about um, illness, there's mental disease, there's spiritual disease, and there's physical disease. People are, men- pe- people are mentally uh, sick, people are most, uh, like spiritually sick or their astral body, and then there's people that are men- physically sick. People are mentally ill. And those mm-hmm. are the imbalances. Mm-hmm. So when you become when you, when you are aware of those things, you have to forgive them because they don't know themselves. Uh, you can't tell a sick person that they're sick, especially they're mentally. You tell a mentally person they're crazy, they're gonna look at you like you're crazy. Exactly. <laughs> so you gotta pray for them and put light on them. <laughs> That's all you can do That's for that true. person. So. You know, I, that's how that's how I became the healer, and then E five things helped heal me. Sure. This is what healed me. This is, became the healing process. The healing mm-hmm. process is you knowing that, that when you get it, when you derive from ignorance, 
once you know what the problem is and you start to heal yourself, then you can be able to help others. But you have to know where it comes from first. So that's how I started to heal. And I'm still healing. I'm not going to sit up here and say, you know, I'm completely healed. I'll be lying to you. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I say, oh, about the lot helped me a lot, too. I said. Giving you clarity of, of mind. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, that helped you to, that helped you a lot. Mm-hmm. So sure. did you find yourself being angry, um, depressed, that things I'm didn't actually, work in your world? But no, because... I, but because I infused so many um, affirmations, it's funny when I was in. Oh no, um, I'm talking home about home. when you was a child. As a child, as a child, as a child growing up, I was angry, but I always sought out religion. There was always church mm. or something that kept me comfortable. Mm-hmm. So you know, despite uh, going through it, going through everything, I always knew that there was heaven guiding me. Mm, yeah. I, I, found, I found comfort with God mm-hmm. So I found myself in church singing in choir And despite that You know Even though I, was, I felt like uh, I felt strange I didn't feel family I always felt that heaven was always guiding And protecting mm-hmm. me I So So that, those were the And then you know what it was too That kept me going Other forces it was like we had a bond. It was like it would be funny sometimes when I was in school. I know we we notice each other. We can pick each other out. There's some kind of energy that's there. Yeah, you're in the fourth agency. Yeah, I'm from Little Flower. Where you from? I'm from Tyler Perkins. Where you from? I'm from BCW. Hey, let's hang out. Then automatically that became your brother. That became your sister. And y'all all had that bond because you always knew that. That nobody else understood you but another foster kid. Mm. Right. So it was okay. like we we became brothers and sisters. Even to this day, I went to high school, junior high school. We all still communicate to this day. Mm-hmm. That's so, a blessing. Uh, so you know, it's we all. It's, it's a certain. It's a, it's a certain, it's like a, a subculture with a culture in itself. If people mm-hmm. study the theology right. of subcultures, and you become, it's like, a, it's like a surrogate brother and sister. It becomes the extended family. Mm-hmm. Yes, because so, you know each other. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we, like, you know, we all understand each other, you know, and it's kind of funny that, you see those that in foster care, they wind up striving, striving further than most people because they know what it's not like to have. The ones that can step on some kind of foundation because there are also those that come out of foster care that because they don't have that root foundation to ground mm-hmm. them and get them making money and understanding the process, a mm-hmm. lot of them fall by the wayside. Well, it all depends on the foster family that you have, too. You know, I, I was particularly blessed and fortunate to have some very good foster parents. Some not so good, and then some were very good. 
it all depends on oh, that, shit. you know. It, it, it all depends on the foster care system. But my whole thing is to avoid. See, my goal is to find where to stop it. You know. Wait a where, minute, where, I didn't understand you. What did you say? Do you do you have your phone on speaker? Yeah. Oh, could you could you talk to us through the? Because right, that's that, why it's um yeah. Okay. Well, my my whole thing is to try to get them the uh, uh, avoidance, some kind of input, uh, intervention for family, because what's happening is that you have a situation in which that children are being put in the system, but you have to find out why. There has to be some kind of intervention, and I don't mean the bogus intervention that they have. You have to really go in there and see what's going on in the home or whatever holistically. Now, what I'm finding out is there's a lot of situations dealing with abandonment of family. Like, for example, multiple partners of, uh, of men not standing up to the plate as being fathers, and, and there are multiple children in the situation and the dysfunctionality. Mm-hmm. So so that's what we're seeing, and it's becoming perpetuated. It's like become the social norm. And that's the problem. So that's why, you know, I'm looking at that situation as a whole that needs to be fixed. You see what I'm saying? So yes. that's my that's what I'm trying to I'm trying to work on as far as dealing with that end. The other part is also is setting up a program eventually to be able to get these children that been 18 years old. Now, the problem is, as soon as they get 18, they kick them out the house. Mm-hmm. The, the day after your birthday, you turn 18 years old, oh, they got your backpack. You got to go. Where I got to go? There's no real transitional housing for these kids. Mm-hmm. I know feeling house is coming. Right. So, you know, exactly. There's no transitional houses there for them to be able to say, like, you turning 18. That should be a law. Like, look, man, you got to wait to at least finish school and get them into a college or something like that. No, well, they don't some some states, they do that uh, aftercare planning. Mm-hmm. But it's usually not very good because um, they hardly have jobs for college graduates. So you imagine a high schooler or whatever. A foster kid or, you know, a kid that want to, you know, let's say he or she has learning disabilities because some of those kids will have learning disabilities through trauma and stuff like that. Right. And And they got left back. So they'd probably be like a grade behind and they turn the legal at the age of 18 and they're still in like 12th, 11th grade. They're going to kick them out the house so they don't get a chance to even finish high school. Oh, that's awful. <laughs> this is the reality of the foster care. And then now we're starting to find out now, like in the state of Georgia, where they had that senator that was killed a couple of years back where she wanted to dismantle the whole CPS system. Come to find out mm. that that foster care system in Georgia is hooked up with a corporation called the Diamond Club. Come to find out that they were dealing with child uh, sex uh, slavery and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, build uh, on that. I, I was like, that. yes. I will. So, you, have some, you have some secrets I'd like for you to share as far as 
this deep, how deep does the rabbit hole go? Well, what they're doing now is they're running into these foster care systems now where they're having private corporations taking these kids and put them in child sex slavery. So what they're doing is they're running into the house purposely to go in there to take the kids out. That's the truth. So now, oh. so, you know, they create any little thing. So now you see that's why they always say don't put your hands on your children. They're setting up these bogus legislation and laws that they can come in your house to have a reason to remove your kid out. Mm-hmm. So if you don't do forced inoculation, like they're trying to do forced vaccination inoculation now, well, you might say, right. I don't think my child needed. They come in the house, you say this, they, put, they, they use some kind of situation to force your children to inoculate them. If you refuse, then they come in and take your kiss. They wish them away, and then you don't hear nothing about them again. Yeah. Mm. Now, there was another incident recently that they took their adopted children, come to find out that one, one uh, it, was a, it, was a, it was a politician. He turned one children over to the next child, and they come to find out that the person with the pedophile that they moved the one child from the home to another home. Mm. Exactly. They're passing these kids like sex toys. And you know why they're doing it? Because they want the essence. They want the energy because children have pure energy. Yeah. It goes to deeper. They're grabbing these kids and using them for organ transplants, grabbing organs, fresh organs. Man, the black market, the organ looking. Rockefeller, ninety nine years old. What sick heart transplant? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is what they do with our babies. Yeah. And when you look at the whole thing, children because of fresh organs, children because of the uh, offerings they use them for for uh, uh, sexual. Uh, um, Rituals, all this stuff. It's when you look at the whole thing. The whole thing is demonic and satanic. Exactly. But we have to stand up. This is where if we know this stuff already. See, this is my problem with the whole thing. We have to stand up and fight against this. We know what's going on. So it's like if you know these things that was going on, what are you gonna do? You can't sit complain about the problem if you know what is going on. You have to start focused on fixing yourself. To protect your family That's right So it doesn't make sense crying about the situation If you're not going to get up and do anything about it That's right right. And and, and each step doesn't have to be a big step It could be a small one One, how you pick your mates Hmm. The the littlest thing right there No, change your change your mentality. How you pick your mates? How you go about? Even my problem is is like what what people don't realize anymore is when you get together, they think that two individuals get married. No, when you get married, you marry the family. It's a community. They have to start scrutinizing the people that they they start mating with because that's where it starts from. I see. So this is how you this is how you start cleaning up the nonsense. And then another thing is the secrets. The dirty little secrets. You know, your people things gotta start getting exposed now. Everybody you ever go you everybody in the black family, you know, we're gonna fade away. You can't do that. Or we gonna blame the victim. We're going to blame the victim. We're going to say they was uh, 
promiscuous. You don't you don't pray you don't you don't pray to uh we we gonna pray away the pain. What? The person been <laughs> you know you it's sad but you know you listen to them you like I can't believe he just said that. Oh oh, oh pray to silence to say. Well we gonna pray to wait, you know don't let nobody know or else. Mm-hmm. And then you okay. wonder why because. You wonder why the person is reacting the way they are years later. You know, they have a traumatic experience or take one thing to trigger them more, and they say, why? Then, like, um, my papa, he's a certified hypnotherapist. And oh, he, was doing, he was he was doing uh, treatment, but mainly in the African-American community. He said... He had to stop doing it because the, the the psychological damage was so badly from the trauma that he had to get out of it. Mm. Mm. Because it, the trauma. I feel that energy. The, the trauma mm. is so the trauma is so bad. He said that he had to. This is how this is how he said it. And this is how I learned this. You have to go into the mind of the subconscious mind to remove. You have to surgically remove. The, the, the traumatic experience, and then replace that with another thought form, and create a buffer zone, and then do reinforcements. Now, just imagine. Now, just imagine you had to do that to over twenty million African Americans. Yes, I then, know what you're saying. Right. So, this these things of of sexual abuse. Uh, physical abuse, emotional abuse, all these things, and when you come back, you start going, you start going back, and, and you start looking at where did they learn this from? All these things come from slaves, from slavery. Because mm-hmm. they was able to do what they wanted to do. They was able to take I the see. children, come out of the father from the mother's house, and go and have sex and rape them and bring them back. And the man couldn't do nothing. The father couldn't do anything because he was owned by another man. No, now, where do you think that behavior I say the mother couldn't protect them. Right. Mm -hmm. Had to make them effeminate. And and those memories get locked in the DNA. So those memories are locked, and then all behavior is locked. Mm -hmm. Nobody grow up being racist. You learn about racist ideology. Right. Exactly. So, as as, as, one, as one elder once said, the hardest thing is to do is to learn to unlearn. Mm. That's true. So, like like the hardest thing to do, you could you could go crazy. The hardest thing is to get your mind back. <laughs> it's easy right. to go crazy. It's the hardest thing to get it back. <laughs> right. But you know, with a lot of work and a lot of a lot of it takes a lot of work and a lot of immense effort. Yes, it does. And patience on behalf of those who are called for this particular purpose of healing those who have been mm-hmm. abused. Patience. I find that the people are not patient enough with those who have uh, these traumatic uh, 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 syndromes. And I, I know that from personal <laughs> Uh, in my own life, and we have to be more patient with people and be more patient with children so that we don't miss it because the signs are all there. Hey, but, you know, it also, but it's one thing about patience, but then 
when you have, when a person that's receiving the help have to exercise a sense of humility also. Absolutely. Because even though even though you're helping somebody, they have to admit that by divine grace that you're getting this help and understand that nobody has to do anything. That's correct. Everything Absolutely. is by free will. So everything is by grace and mercy, and people tend to forget that. I should. And I'm so thankful for my queen mother for real, real, because she is doing some eternal surgery on this sister right here. And Brother Iwo, my beloved Brother Iwo, I love you forever and ever. You know, thank you so much for sharing with us. I had no problem sharing. I just want to see those children get healed so they can have the opportunity we do it, and even even better. You know, and, we, and we equipped to do it. We are equipped. We have the antidote. I just want to see people get well. That's all. You know, if, if anything, if I came on this earth and I incarnated to do a mission and to try to leave it better, leave a place better than when I came into it. To I and, and, you know, that's the whole thing. One thing, the thing is start healing the family, and the family got to get healed. And, yes. And, and because, if, you know, even though the damage was done and everything, there's still no excuses. You still know what would happen, and now you got to fight hard to, to fix it. That's right. Exactly. So, you know, it, it, it's like, you know, there's no excuses. You know, there's always justification of why you didn't do something. But I always say we always held accountable. At the end of the day, we always held accountable. Absolutely, because what happens in the spirit world? Can I ask yes. Tony something? Because we yes, still have it. ten minutes, and I'm interested in whether or not he has contact with his mother and father, and are they well, still on drugs, or have they managed it? My mother died well, when I was five. My father died when I was five. It is what it is, you know. It is what it is. I don't uh you know, it was it it happened. I learned from it, you know, my aunt, she's still alive. My my father's sister. Okay. So, you know, and the kind of funny thing is through the whole mess of it. You know, I still keep in contact with my older brother, my older brother, and my two older sisters from my father's previous uh, uh, marriage. So, you know, we all became closer because they didn't get to know my father because of the whole situation with them. But Agun brought us all together, so I was able to share some of the old pictures with them that they didn't ever have before. That's it. And through Facebook, and through Facebook, everybody can say what they want about Facebook. You know, my sisters and all of us, we connect with each other through Facebook. That's and, right. So and so, you know, everybody, everybody can say what they want about Facebook, but Facebook, you know, I got to see my, my I'm a grand uncle. I start laughing. Grand uncle. <laughs> <laughs> we love Facebook. Right. So, you know, I mean, the whole thing is healing. If you, will, yes. if you want to heal, if you really want it, you'll do it. And the whole thing That's is community right. has to come together. It, it, it can't be by words. It has to be by action. That's right. Yes. You know, and, and that's what it is. Truly. You know, they, That's what it is. 
Tony Cow, I will keeping it real with the Queen Mother for real. Uh, you know, it, it just the healing had to start. It had to start from within. Like you know, it's funny that Eric Butterworth and Argo Butterworth from Unity Church always say, "Let the healing start within. Let begin with me." So that metaphysical right. issue is you have to let it start with you first, and then it'll radiate outward from inward outward. The light, that the light, and you got to use positive self talk. Exactly. exactly. Positive self talk. Affirmation. You cannot be negative. You have to shift your understanding and know you are loved and you are appreciated. And remember your mission, you know, awaken to your mission. I like to say, you know, thank you to uh, Queen Oshun today because she awakened me. She inspired me. I know what my mission is and knew it just as quick. You know, that, um, you know, yes, my mission is to heal post-traumatic slave syndrome. But it's through child abuse and neglect ending it. We have to target ending it. We have to end it for the generation coming on the planet now. That's right. That's right. Because the ancestors will... Do major uh, uh, deconstruction, and I mean deconstruction in the worst way, unless we begin to honor them by changing ourselves. Mm-hmm. I said. Well, I want to give each of you a time to share your you know, contact information if people want to talk to you. And um, then I'll make some announcements and we'll look forward to next week with the astrologer, I say. Yes, Mr. Lacey. Ooh, we so honored. And we want Mr. Tony to call in too because I think that represented from a male perspective, that, you know, abuses, you know, it's it's male and female. It's not just female children. It's all children. Mm-hmm. And That's we have right. to put down the protection and the, the barriers to keep our children from repeating this awful curse generation after generation. Yes, I do play Queen Mother. For real, for real. Hmm. So would you like to begin, Tony? I will, Tony. I hope I'm a friend of yours on Facebook. (laughs) Is it wonderful? Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I feel that, you know, what will hold us all, what will hold us all together, really, is, um, I learned just one thing, and it was one thing, just respect. The so one word is respect. If mm. you have that, you'd be surprised at healing and how people get along with just respect. All the wars would not happen if everybody just respect each other. Exactly. Very you know, simple. Very simple word, but it's hard. You know, it's respect. I said... 
That's all I can leave. That's the only light I can leave. Respect each other, love one another, and try to work on hard towards Iwapela. Iwapela is good character. And and one of the main things is respect. If you respect divinity from as above, so below, you will be surprised how how easy your life is. So what? I say. So, I mean, the only thing I can leave is just respect each other, love one another, and work on cultivation and evolution of consciousness. I say. Heal the family. And, and 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 start from like I said, start from within. You know. I said, so how can we reach you? Our well, welcome. you can reach me on um, my my thing is uh let me see uh well Tony Mickens you can reach me at Tony Mickens on Facebook. Uh, just to put in Tony Mickens on Facebook and you'll see me there. Um, I have I a sure production am. company. So I have a, a production company that I do music on. It's called alchemicalmusic.com. It's so wonderful. I love it. So it's at uh, alchemicals. It's, well, if you can hit me on Twitter, it's at Al, it's A-L-K-K-E-M-I-K-E-L, music, spelled M-U-Z-I-K. That's there at Twitter. Um, you can go on my website at www.alchemicalmusic.com, which I spell it again, A L K K. E M I K E L music spell M U Z I K dot com and uh, also you can reach me on uh, Facebook. So we do um uh, we do music. Uh, matter of fact, we're working on uh, uh, our chemical music television, our chemical music radio, and uh, we also working on socially conscious events. I said so dealing with those in the region out in the community in the African diaspora and the Pan African community and working on social events and things like that. You know, to promote our own music. And that will boutique so we deal with uh with, uh people of color with businesses and conscious, socially conscious issues and reviving black activism in music. We changing all of the like you know, you see all the negative things in music and everything. So what we're doing is we're working on that on that avenue of, of putting positive messages to music and giving kids an avenue to listen to some of the real music, not the stuff that you're hearing now. And we Which promotes and, a lot of sexual in the, yes, exactly. exactly. Sorry, exactly. Mm-hmm. So what we're, we're doing, we're going back to instrumentation. Uh, music theory, things like that, but we put in real good music that we all grew up listening to. That inspires. So that's what that. So that's when our main focus really is that in production, and uh, so that's what we're doing right now. So we mainly doing black activism music. I say. So you can reach us in those areas, and uh, you can well, check I out the website. You. I just sent you a face uh, book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> so I definitely want to be your friend. I love oh, yeah, it I just... that um, change is upon us and that we have to really recognize when we're being stuck and the change mm-hmm. is not flowing. We can't mm-hmm. keep the same ideas going. Secrets, mm-hmm. letting uh, abuse go down. I say, I say. Sure. 
I know on your page now, you had three blacks and three white uh, police officers. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, That's a shame right there. Oh, man. I'm not going to. I don't even want to say nothing about it. (laughs) All right. Well, you know, we definitely have next week. I'm sorry, everyone. We're getting ready to be taken off the air, but please. Download the episode so you could get Queen O'Shea. Oh, I mean Oshun a day. Uh, <laughs> contact information. I get you. So, Queen, I let us hear your your contact information. Um, okay. via Facebook. I do play our. <laughs> I do play. Well, thank you so much. I will. Thank you. We want you to come on and talk about the music. Oh, we will. Oh, we will. (laughs) I say. I say. I say. Hmm. Beautiful. Beautiful. Marvelous, incredible, I do play Queen Mother for real, real. That's what I'm talking about. And I didn't even get crazy today, did I? I didn't even get crazy. Ow! <laughs> You're I not said. crazy. you probably the sanest person on <laughs> Mother Earth. Oh, I do play. I respect Queen Mother. I respect Reflecting you, too, you, Queen. I said, thank you. I do play. So definitely give your contact information so that people can contact you about IO House. We're going to need healing house. We're going to need a lot Mm -hmm. of people to put it together. Yes. Like you said, $1. I said, that's right. And that's what I would like to say before we uh, get off the air. One dollar. If everybody on our news said, I got 4,000 or 5,000 friends, if each person gave a dollar and each person gave a dollar from your news set and E5 House of Worship and all the other champion of children gave one dollar, we can really, you know, uh, see I.O. Ceiling House as a reality. It takes money to make money, and it takes money to bring about programs that is going to truly heal our people. And it's just not about talking about it because what we can't be doing inadvertently, we could be perpetrating. You know, we could be actually feeding that uh, that energy. And so that's why it is that I have not even talked about my book or even gone on like we're doing now is because I felt like I was reaffecting the people if I didn't have a program. I went to a high school, Boys and Girls High School at Yalosha, uh, Arshun had asked me to come and talk to her health class. And at the end of talking to the health class, the, uh, the students, I had three individual young ladies. They was um, from India. And they said, where is the IOS Healing House? And they went on and whispered to me about how they were in a home that they were being molested and they didn't know where to go. And they would go that day if they had IOS Healing House to go to. And um, I didn't. Oh, I don't. We don't have it in this physical manifestation. So I stopped speaking to students. I mean, I stopped going to the schools. I stopped talking, you know, about it. 
until it is that we were able to say, okay, this is where you can go. This is where you can uh, be safe, you know, in a healing environment. So we are looking forward to having IO's Healing House to be a physical manifestation in every city and state. Globally, as a matter of fact, I have been offered land in Oshobo to build an IO Healing House. Isn't that great? Ashe, mm-hmm. Ashe, and we have Ashe. we have a young lady over there, Queen OK, and she um, is definitely looking to use her Oshun skills over here and Ashe. use her Oshun skills over there. And we want to support her with a scholarship. So we I will say, support yes. her with a scholarship. I said. You know, so that she can bring her skills over here. We can connect with Nigerian women on a real level. Not That's safe, right. but real. And That's really right. understand their position rather than to speak for them. I can only speak for the African-American woman's experience from my own eyes. Nobody else. Beautiful. Beautiful. You know what I'm doing right now, Queen Mother, for real, real? My boo about to take me to go have some all-you-can-eat fish. And so we're about to walk out the door. (laughs) And um, I thank you. I thank you, Queen Mother. And we thank all those who took their precious time and energy to listen. And uh, we hope it is that we have more voices next Friday speaking uh, online with us so we know that we're not alone. Ashe, Ashe. So we, we're wishing everyone peace, joy, love, happiness, abundance. Yes. Great life. We know we are all capable of it. That's right. And let's let's just try to get our first one up before Mother sends some more water our way. I share. Before the sun, the, the, the fall comes in. <laughs> hmm. I would love to see water. that, and we can do it. It is very possible. It is a lot of organizations, a lot of benefactors out there that would love to give to uh, our healing program. And so we're going to start moving uh, towards the um, preparation of the packages that go out to present our program. And then I just got a call from Ia uh, the night before I got on prayer line. And Ia Baba Shango, she said, look, we're going to get one of these brownstones up here. We're going to write I.O. Ceiling House in a brownstone. I said, all right, Ia. You know, she's a 40-something, a 42-year-old Ashea Shango. So we know it's going to happen. I love you and we I love, love all our listeners. Yes, and, uh, thank you. We wish you the a great evening, a great May. A great yes. May. Not just a good yes. May, a great May. That's and right. we just really want to uh send love and light to all. Good night until we speak again. I say. <laughs>
Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna put on my favorite song, which is the Kwanzaa song. I love that, that song. Sweet <laughs> honey and the rock. Place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. 
No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.